Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Great night to be on the air. How you doing, my friend? Arnie, I am doing well. I want to congratulate you off the top. You know, you have more lives than a cat. (laughs) The fact that you still have a job after coming on air and claiming that the Lakers are the champions, don't even play the 29th. How do you have a job, Arnie? I I don't don't get it. Yeah, I should have been fired a long time. I agree. If if, if that's going to fire me, believe me, there's a lot more I should have been fired about. First of all, I want to ask you. I heard you on. With Steve Gorman. You sounded fantastic. I got to tell you that. I learned everything I know oh, from you, my no, friend. You, 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 had a, you had a good voice, good opinions. You jumped in. You sounded a hell of a lot better with him than you do with me. That's all I can tell you that. Well, maybe that's more an indication of the partner that I'm working with. Wow. Than I, I'm just throwing it out there. Wow. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just what is he? Out. Is he LeBron and I'm, I'm Russell Westbrook? That is that what you're saying? He's LeBron, you're Lance Stevenson. Wow. And, uh, no, no. I can mean? score a little bit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So can Lance Stevenson for uh, an eighth place Western Conference team that's going to lose in the first round next year. You you couldn't even give me Russell Westbrook. No, 
You don't have the fa- you do have the you uh, couldn't you couldn't even say well Russell Westbrook doesn't make anybody better around him so I'll make you him you you couldn't even give me the triple double that's a fair point also I've seen the way you dress wow. uh, but I question both of your guys' fashion sense to be perfectly honest wow all right before, before we get into the show I just want to say this my brother who is from Los Angeles is uh, out in Las Vegas he's watching the NBA summer league. And and I saw you tweet about this. He calls me up and he goes, congratulations. I'm like, okay, what, what? Uh-uh. Stop being a, a smartass. What? Congratulations. You've got the steal in the draft. Kevin Knox, he, he's the steal. He's going to be he's the real thing. And then I saw you tweet something out about that. Wow. Okay. So now we're getting somewhere here. Uh, uh, it, it's weird. Uh, you know, I said, you know, I, I agree with your brother. I sound great with Gorman again. We get we, uh, no comment on you. But so. Yeah, no, you guys got to steal. First of all, we were just talking about this because the Grizzlies were playing just a minute ago, and Jaron Jackson looks really good, too. But him and Kevin Knox were the two youngest players in this draft. And, you know, I'm a big college basketball guy. I'm also a big Kentucky guy. I wrote a book on Kentucky basketball. Right. And Knox is just everything that you want in this era of the NBA. He's big. He can shoot. You know, you you have versatility in your lineup with him, and so look, I I, I and don't... we could tell this from one summer league game because I could look good in a summer league game. You understand that, don't you? Well, if that's the case, then what's <laughs> Trey Young's excuse? Because he's looked terrible these last. No, three I, or three I thought, but I thought he looked good today, though. Didn't he look good nah, today? Or he no, looked, no, he looked good. You're right, and it, it yeah. is worth noting. We yeah. shouldn't overreact with any of these guys. Good or bad. Right. By the way, I remember last year the big buzz was how bad Lowry Markinen looked, and he ended up being one of the two or three yeah, best oh, rookies yeah. in the league. So. Yeah. Uh, not too much to dig into it, but I do think that he was a steal. I think you guys should be excited, and I think that the uh, championship parade is closer to coming to New York than it is here in Los Angeles. There you go. <laughs> Stop. Full circle. And, well, my brother was just, of course, he's on the, on the Laker bandwagon. Let's go ahead and get to that, uh, because obviously the Lakers now get it done. LeBron is a the newest member of the Lakers. You, you see the big mur- mural on the, wherever that is. I think it's by Staples. I'm not sure where in Los Angeles. I don't know how I'm the kiss of death again all of a sudden, because I still think that the Lakers are going to get, can you imagine if they do pick up like a Damian Lillard uh, and make that move? You won't even have to play the season. You could just send the championship trophy from Oakland down to Los Angeles. You know, you could just say, season over, send the trophy down. If they pick up Lillard, you don't even have to play the games, well, my friend. Well, let me ask you this. So the Warriors uh, last season had four All-Stars. Uh, they have added a fifth, who obviously won't be ready till uh, late in the season. Yeah, but LeBron played with an All Star last year, and Kevin Love, Damian Lillard, maybe a better player, certainly better suited, uh, of course, to to probably play with LeBron with the way that he he can score the ball. I don't know if you if I, and by the way, I think we're calling you the kiss of death because you came on air the day after Kawhi Leonard demanded a trade. Uh, and you had already bought a Kawhi Leonard Lakers jersey. I don't even oh. know where you got it from. Right. Well, I'm still and I'm still going to keep it because it's it's still just a ma- it's still a matter of days or maybe a week days. or two before it happens. Days. LeBron yeah. goes to L. A. and to take the listener behind the scenes. My phone. I thought it was going to burst into flames. The number of texts that I got from you and you were telling me on Sunday, the day LeBron agreed to go to the Lakers, that it was a matter of hours until Kawhi. They were haggling over a draft pick or two. I have the text, Arnie. I have the text. You're not supposed to save that stuff. 
Why? <laughs> I mean, they're all appropriate texts. You didn't send me any pictures. <laughs> nothing like that. I mean, there was no sexting involved. No, right? no, exactly. no. Thank God. Yeah. No, no, no. We keep our relationship well, professional. I mean, and and just again, going back to this, and I've said this locally when I've talked about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, and what was going on with the Patriots? And I said, the Patriots don't hold the cards. It's the athlete that holds the cards. The athlete's going to say, what are you going to do? Hold me to here for a year, and then I'm going to go out, and you're going to get absolutely nothing for me? Are you going to trade me midseason, and you're probably not going to get full value? Or are you going to trade me before the season and get a little bit more? And uh, out of coincidence, they traded him to a team that they've done a lot of deals with and they feel comfortable with in San Francisco, even though they only got a second-round pick. It's just a matter of time before San Antonio wakes up and says, okay, but, uh, we've, we've got to deal them to the Lakers. And not only that, they're playing hardball. They want to get the most they can get in that trade because they're behind the eight ball right now. But Arnie, why, besides the fact that uh, Bill Belichick and Kyle Shanahan have a good relationship, why, what was one of the big reasons why they sent Garoppolo to San Francisco? It was because, you know, uh, it, he he can't really hurt us here. I mean, he can, but it's going to take a trip to the Super Bowl before we see this guy, and that's why they didn't trade that trade him, and I don't, I don't even know that these guys were necessarily uh, contenders to get him, but they didn't trade him to Denver. They didn't trade it, him. Yeah, but if you're so worried that he's going to come back and bite you, you think you'd get more than a second-round pick, and that's, that's a loser's mentality. You know, that's like when you break up with a girl and say, I don't want to ever see you again. And one month later, she's dating your best friend. And you're like, well, what about, the- hey, you broke up with her. Tough, uh, tough love there. T- you know, she moved on. What, what are you crying about? But isn't that part, isn't, isn't that strategy, though? Isn't that part of this is if we have to give up this big asset? I mean, if you remember last summer, um, there were reports that uh, the, the, the Indiana Pacers, and I know I'm, I always bring it back to Paul George, but that they just flat out refused to keep Paul George in the East, that maybe there was an offer on the table or that the Cavs were really pushing hard to get Paul George. They just said, we don't want this guy to come back to bite us. And so, oh, that's ridiculous because what, what were they going to do? It's not like they were going to even win a championship or get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, they, they were one game away from beating Cleveland, and if, and if Cleveland went on to, to win the East, then, I mean, I, I don't know. They probably wouldn't have beaten t- Toronto. You're right, but the point being is that it was strategic with Garoppolo, and I do think that right now it is strategic with San Antonio. I think that they're sitting back and saying, we have time, we have all summer, uh, we have once the season starts. Why Why are we just going to hand him to a platter on the Lakers, him being Kawhi Leonard? So I do think it's strategic at this point. We'll see how long it can last, but it does feel strategic. Well, I, I think they can get a, a lot more now than they could later on in the season. So we'll see if they're going to be stubborn and, and wait till midway through the season. Because uh, at that point, you know, there's that. First of all, Tony Parker's gone too. So yeah. you see the, uh, you know, the old Spurs are going by the wayside. There's going to be new Spurs. By the way, I got to ask you, and you tell me, the Kawhi Leonard hiding, hiding out, <laughs> somebody's knocking at my door. Don't answer. Shh, shh. Don't answer the door. <laughs> it's Popovich. It's Popovich. What? What? I. It, is this true? I mean, I. I feel like it's in a bad movie. First of all, doesn't he have a big enough house where he could just hide in a room and not answer the door? I don't. What the hell's going on here? Yeah, when I saw that story, that was the first thing I thought of. So for people who haven't heard it, there was a report from I don't even remember what NBA writer yeah. that the the Spurs officials went to visit him in New York. Him being Kawhi Leonard in New York, and his people, Kawhi's people, actually hid the Spurs officials. From Kawhi, and the first thing I thought of 
was that just sounds like an awful date where like you know you tell your 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 lady like hey I gotta run to the bathroom and then you try yeah. to sneak out a side window or something like that <laughs> uh, but yeah I think it's speak look, listen I mean it's rumor season you hear all kinds of crazy stuff coming from both camps but I think the 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 point is is that with Kawhi you kind of believe it because he's such kind of a for lack of a better term an oddball as it is uh, it, it, that was a weird story though I did see that earlier this week. You know, it's so fun. I, I go, if you want to meet with me, uh, you can meet with me, my doctor, my attorney, my lawyers, and whoever the hell I want to bring in there. I'm not going to meet you individually because I don't know what, I don't want to hear what you've got to say. Yeah. So, I, you know, really, I mean, at this point, and you could see the relationship was severed so long ago. I don't even know how it's got to this point. And did you see the quote by Tony Parker that said, it's too bad the media took just one part of what he said he was asked. Hey, was your injury worse than Kawhi's? And he answered truthfully, because, yeah, it was worse than Kawhi's. He wasn't kind of calling him out. We all made a big thing about that, Aaron. We did? No, I, I mean, I remember uh, you and I being on air during the playoffs, and obviously Popovich, uh, before the, the incident, uh, the tragedy with his wife, but he was on the podium and he was asked, and they said, oh, you know, you got to talk to Kawhi's people about all this stuff. But the, the relationship has certainly deteriorated, and but I don't know. It just it it's fascinating to me. So one, so to get into kind of all the stuff that's come out about Kawhi this week, the yeah. one thing that's really interesting to me. Did you see the other report of all the players that are off the table in a potential trade for Kawhi Leonard? I mean, supposedly your Celtics, uh, five guys are off the yeah. table, including which is funny because I there's nobody off the table. So if, if if LeBron can get moved, if if you know other players can get traded, uh, nobody's off the table, especially five people when you haven't even won an NBA championship. Yeah, and then the 76ers, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, okay. Markel Fultz is off the table for Kawhi Leonard. Are you kidding yeah. me? I don't I don't buy that. I, I don't believe that for a second. I was gonna say I, I, I find that hard to believe too, but it, it kind of speaks to something you and I have been talking about for weeks here is is it that nobody wants to trade for him because they really don't believe he'll resign? Is it that maybe people are still really curious about this injury? Because I think this is the interesting component that no one is talking about with all this Kawhi stuff is the idea that uh, you know, we've had guys on the trading block before, Paul George, uh, Kevin Love got moved a few years ago to Cleveland, but never a guy coming off a major injury. And I think that that's part of this, too, is I, I think nobody's really sure what's going on with this Kawhi deal as far as his health, and I think that's a big part of why it's been so slow to move. And obviously, we saw what the Lakers were supposed to have uh, been asked to offer to get Kawhi, and you understand why these teams are hesitant to move on him. One, because of kind of the the nature of who he is, but two, I don't even think anybody really knows how healthy he is at this point. Uh, excuse me, is is this not twenty eighteen? Do it. Do you, this isn't what like nineteen thirty two? He's not coming back from an injury like in nineteen thirty two. He played right? nine and, games last year. I know that, but I mean, you, you everybody acts like, oh, can he come back? Remember in nineteen ninety two, so and so had the same injury. It's 25 years later. You know, medicine has made some advances. Everybody, you do know that, don't you? You know? I've, I, I've heard. I read yes, about that on the internet. You. So, Marcus yes. Welby, MD. I mean, he'll be fine. Plus, he only has to play half the season. He's playing with a bunch of all-stars. Uh, you know, I'm talking about Boogie Cousins also. But uh, he will be fine. All right, when we get back, though, uh, also, Kawhi Leonard, the latest plus I want to go ahead and get into, is he really worth trading for? We'll touch on that also. All that's coming up next. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Marnie Spanier right here on Fox Sports Radio. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? 
Oh, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. He's Aaron Torres, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. If you want to go ahead and send us a tweet, little uh, little warm out there, huh, big boy, or what? Yeah, it was uh, about 115 degrees yesterday. Okay, wait a minute. Slow down because people are actually going to start thinking you're telling the truth. It's 115 in the valleys, but by the ocean, it's not 115. I doubt that. Uh, I don't know. I don't live or work by the ocean, so I really couldn't tell you. I also can't. Uh, yeah, I also I'm sure, can't I'm sure tell you have you, a nice place by Malibu, but go ahead. I also can't tell you uh, what the temperature is in Dubai either, because I don't <laughs> live or work there either. So I can only tell you about where I live, okay. and it was hot, Arnie. It was so hot. Uh, I, and what about you guys in Vermont? Have you gotten your week of summer yet? How soon we- does that come? We, we had our five days, actually, we had five days of 90 plus. Wow. And listen to this, we, we had 99, and it's only been four days. I think they've only had four days ever of over 100 degrees in Burlington, Vermont, in its history. So wow. think, think about that. And we had 99. So four days. I lived in Arizona. We had, we had 100 degrees. Uh, you know, you could have that 60 days in a row or something like that. So, well, yeah, ab- yeah, absolutely. But I heard it was scorching out there, huh? It was. And it was funny because I was in uh, Phoenix a few weeks ago for a bachelor party, as oh. you may remember. And we walked. We were at actually we we're watching your Mets play the Diamondbacks. Right. And we walked out of the stadium, which obviously had a roof. And it just felt like a furnace was blasting air on you. It was about 100 degrees after the sun went down. And that's <laughs> what it was like in L.A. yesterday. It was a scorcher, uh, and I'm happy. But it's to- a dry heat. It's a dry <laughs> heat. Yeah, huh? 115 degrees is pretty freaking hot, no matter where you live. It, it was one of those like I was, you know, I was, I was over by the pool today. You know why? Because I don't live near the beach, <laughs> right. so I was at the pool instead. Um, and uh, it, when you got out of the pool, you just went straight inside. Yeah. You, you either were in the pool or you were inside. You, it was one or the other. I feel for you. All right, I, I want to ask you this, because who's being unrealistic? Is it the Spurs or the Lakers? Because we know Kawhi Leonard's going to be a Laker. Uh, more <laughs> later, it looks like, uh, unless the Spurs finally say, okay, you guys win. Uh, they're being unrealistic. I know they want everything, including uh, like the Kobe statue and the Magic Johnson <laughs> statue. Yep. But and the Shaq statue, it's not going to happen. So be a little realistic. Move on. You've already lost Tony Parker. Uh, you know, Pop is 70 years old. Maybe you just say, fine, it is what it is, to, you know, to just haggle over an extra draft pick or whatever they're holding up this trade. We all know that Kawhi Leonard is going to be a Laker. And by the way, uh, with LeBron, with a Kawhi Leonard, uh, you put Damian Lillard on the team, and I'm being serious, I, I, just give him the championship. And you might not even need a Kawhi Leonard if you put Lillard on that team. And, and you think that I'm so nuts by picking the Lakers you know, they're, they're like the third or fourth favorite to win the championship according to Vegas. So th- that's not too far-fetched. Do you, do you also know that the Warriors at this point, according to our buddy Clay Travis on Outkick, the show in the morning, he said that uh, according to at least one sportsbook that he saw, the Warriors are the biggest favorite Vegas has ever put out for any four major sports. So you could say that the Lakers are, are second or third or fourth. That is still a monumental gap from the Warriors to everybody else. I, that's insane. That's, that's absolutely insane, especially look how close the Warriors came to lose it to the Rockets, and they would have lost to the Rockets if Chris Paul didn't get hurt. I, I don't see how they could do something like that. Get, loan me some money, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to loan. Well, I'll loan you money if you bet it on the Rockets, not on the Lakers. I mean, uh, we could go in on a Rockets ticket together because that I could see. I, I still can't see the Lakers. 
Uh, look, I mean, you know, I'm Mr. Anti-Warriors on this show. A lot of our listeners uh, have noted that throughout the weeks. Uh, but, I, I mean, look, I, I first of all, I mean, they blew through the playoffs with everybody but Houston. I get that Chris Paul wasn't healthy, but we also have a pretty good track record of Chris Paul just not being healthy, period, uh, for big chunks of the season or, you know, in the playoffs when it matters. And so I just think that, that to me, I'm not saying the Rockets can't do it, but, I mean, you're still talking about the most talented starting five in the NBA. You're talking about assume, presumably everybody's going to be healthy because that's the great thing about being the Warriors, right? This is what nobody talks about with the Warriors is they kind of just use the regular season to get ready for the playoffs and they can rest guys during the I mean, Steph Curry missed a whole round of the playoffs and they didn't miss a beat. So you'd think they'll be healthy for the playoffs. You can't. I guess you can maybe assume the same with Houston, but but Chris Paul has a history of injuries. I don't know, man. I just think the, the Warriors are just the overwhelming favorite. That's before we even get, to get into talking I, to Marcus Cousins. I, you know what? If, if anybody wants to buy my car, I've got a terrain to sell. I've got a cruise to sell. I, 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 I'll sell my clothing, slightly used, uh, you know, maybe a size 38 on the waist. I'll sell everything, and I'll bet it against the Golden State Warriors to Will win the you? championship. Will you? Can we clip yeah. off? Can we clip Clip off that sound for yeah, clip ne- all you want next clip, year clip away. Yeah. when they're when they're blowing through the playoffs like these past two seasons thirty two and six since Kevin Durant so, got so there. So you're acting like they're going to be the best team in the history of the NBA then seventy three oh they'll win eighty games that's what you're going to tell me because obviously they'll no. they'll never lose to an Eastern Conference team and there's nobody to really go up against them than the Rockets so they should pretty much win about seventy five to eighty games. Well the crazy thing is. It's what I said. Is I think if they really tried, they probably could win about seventy five games because oh. they won. They oh. won seventy three without Kevin Durant. They Gosh. won seventy. But but the thing with the Warriors, you know, they're not even one of the top five, or they're barely in one of the top ten teams in NBA history. But go ahead, I'm listening. Wow, wow, wow is right. Yeah, wow is right. Go wow, ahead. I'm doing my Arnie Spanier. All this, wow. you know, all the, and I know we're on in San Francisco, so now Steve Kerr's definitely not going to call into the show when you make me say stuff like that. Look what you're making me I, do. I didn't make you do anything. Yeah, you, you you're making pulled me it, do You it, just you pulled are. out the historic encyclopedia there and yeah. just threw them under the bus. Uh, Sorry, yeah. Steve-O. Sorry, Steve-O. Your Bulls team, they demolished your Golden State team. Now he's definitely not going to call. I see that. See, I, I actually agree with you on that. Is yeah, I, of course I, you do. I, I just think that the, the, the thing about the Rockets, and to get back to that series for a second, I mean, they were really kind of physical with the Warriors, and they, you know, P.J. Tucker and guys like that weren't afraid to mix it up. And I think that got into the Warriors' head. So you can imagine uh, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Horace Grant, uh, you know, uh, Scottie Pippen getting into the jersey of Kevin Durant. I, I'm with you on that. But you look at next year. I mean, come on, Arnie. Top four all-all-stars. You're going to be bringing back a fifth all-star uh, in DeMarcus Cousins at a certain point. Andre Iguodala feasibly off the bench as a defensive stopper role player. All these young guys are getting better. Jordan, Bell, Kavon, Looney. I mean, those guys played well in the playoffs. I, I just find it preposterous. Do you really think anyone other than the Warriors well, is going to win it next year? You're out of your mind. If this is so good, if there was an NFL team 
That was 8-0. and And then went to 10-0, 12-0, 14-0. Like, oh, boy, we got to see that team. Are they going to go undefeated? Can they win all the way to the Super Bowl? If this team is so great, why are people saying it's bad for the NBA then? Why what, are ratings going to be through the roof or are they well, just going to be through the roof at Golden State games? I, I, are we going to even watch Eastern Conference or are we just going to try to start a Western Conference game early? You tell me. Well, <laughs> well I was actually thinking about that next year is like, if it's like Celtics Raptors in the Eastern Conference final, like is anybody tuning in to to watch that? No, no. and that's my, and I totally agree. And so, um, I listen. I'm the guy. I've been on this Warriors thing. I do think it's bad for the NBA. I do think that they have killed competitive balance. But I would add this: in a week that they signed Demarcus Cousins, I don't blame them for doing it. You know, that are, the, are the Patriots bad for the NFL? The, the Patriots lost the Super Bowl this year. No, but well, they, they're Tom Brady's won five Super Bowls. Is he bad for the NFL? But he's lost three, and he could have lost a couple other ones, too. I mean, right. they're, they're at least competitive. The Warriors, on the in the NBA Finals, on the biggest stage in basketball, they have gone 8-1 in the last two years, and many of those games were not even competitive. This was the lowest-rated NBA Finals closeout game in over a decade. It was a formality by Game 4. So the only point I'm trying to make is that I do think it's bad because I do think that we go into the season. And by the way, Arnie, if, if your argument is the Rockets can beat them, that still only means there's one team in the NBA that could beat the Golden State Warriors. Well, but you, you act like they're a super team that you said could win over 75 games. I don't know how they could be beaten so easily in a best of seven. But that, that's the whole point. If your yeah. argument is the only team that can beat them is Houston, I think that's a terrible way to go into the NBA season by saying there's one team in the NBA that could take down the Warriors. I mean, to, and, or my Lakers. Your Lakers, come on, yeah, okay, all right. Let's see Brandon Ingram uh, in a big game seven against uh, just just staring down Steph Curry or Lance Stevenson, your guy, Lance Stevenson, uh, uh, doing God knows what, blowing in the ear of uh, Kevin Durant. I. Oh, Lakers. When are we going to talk about your Lakers? The Sager. Tell them, tell them it's how long has it been my Lakers, the Sager. Come on now. Tell me what's trending and give me a little Laker love. Uh, about two and a half minutes. About that. You I go back and forth on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Late ball game in Arizona. It's 9-3 in the third inning. Diamondbacks over San Diego. And they have a couple men on base looking for more. So it looks like the D-backs will keep their one-game lead over the Dodgers for first oh, in the NL West. Don't say, don't say you're Dodgers. Yes, my Dodgers. The Dodgers got a win in Anaheim 3 one against the Angels. Mike Trout had three hits, including a homer. The rest of the Angels one for 28 at the plate. The winning pitcher for L.A., Ross Stripling, is now 7-2 and two this year. Boston has won its fifth straight game, 15-4 to four at Kansas City. For the Royals, it's their eighth straight loss. Boston scored seven runs in the top of the ninth to make it a blowout. Mookie bats four hits. He's batting three we We'll find out the All-Star Best player starters. player in baseball. It's going to be an outfield of Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, and Mike Trout for the American American League when Ooh. the announcement comes out tomorrow night. The Red Sox have a record of 61 and 29. They are two games up on the Yankees for best overall mark. And Washington's Mark Reynolds went 5 for 5 tonight, two homers and 10 runs batted in. Washington <laughs> beat up Miami 18 to 4. Mark Reynolds had 30 homers last year for yeah. Colorado, but no one signed him until mid-April. He has a 10 RBI game against the Marlins, the last place team in the NL East. Marlins record 36 and 55. That's nothing like the Baltimore record, the worst team in the majors. The Orioles lost 5-4 at Minnesota today. They've dropped five straight games. The Orioles record is 24 and 64. 
We just passed July 4th, and there are already 40 games under 500. <laughs> and the Orioles' team batting average is 227. <laughs> as a What's team, the record for losses in the season? Um, boy, recently, you'd think they could pass that one. All time? I'd oh, have to look yeah, that up. That's good. I, I, I will look that up. Look 40 that games under already. Yeah. <laughs> you'd think they'd have a shot at it. Uh, you know, the expansion Mets, I don't mean to mention your Mets, but they were pretty horrendous, right? Yes. Then they have 120 losses. They, they, uh, more might have been more than 120. I remember one person from the team, I can't remember the name, said, I wouldn't have missed it for the world, but I wouldn't want to do it again. So you know, I think it was like 40 and 120 was the record Woo! for the early 60s expansion Mets. So they are on the way to 120 loss Wasn't Nolan Ryan on that team for a little bit? Not too? quite. He was okay. on the World Series Mets team in the late okay. 60s when they got good. Wow. Chris that Davis old. of the Orioles, a first inning homer. So his batting average is up to 155, by the way. <laughs> NASCAR at Daytona tonight. Eric Jones, the winner, his first Cup Series victory. At Wimbledon, number one ranked Simona Halep lost her third round match. And at the World Cup quarterfinals, England 2-0 over Sweden. Croatia eliminates host Russia on penalty kicks. The World Cup now off until Tuesday semifinal when the neighbors battle Belgium against France. Tuesday on Fox TV, 2 p.m. Eastern time. And then Wednesday, it's England against Croatia. Back to you. All right, thanks. So we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call, 1-800-947-AUTO. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. You can go ahead and tweet him, Aaron underscore Torres. He makes it hard for you. I just put add stinking genius one, so you, you can get that wrong, way also. Though. You spell stinking wrong. You're missing I a do. letter. I did, yeah, yeah. So I was a producer who spelled it that way, though, so what can I do? So I'm, I make it hard for the consumer with an underscore, but you're just misspelling words left and right, and you're making it easy for America to find you. But why the underscore? Are you so? In, that's like saying you're... Aaron Torres the eighth or something. I mean, why you why you got to do that? Or first Junior all, or something. Wh- what's wrong with the first seven Aaron Torreses? Nah, there's nothing they're not, wrong. They're with not that, as awesome just... as me, uh, you know. But but they're all right. But uh, but yeah, Aaron. Oh jeez, get rid of the underscore so people can find you for crying out loud. By the way, what what's all the hate on Carmelo? Everybody, he's a loser. What has he ever won? Well, I guess we're not counting NCAA championships because uh, Jim Beheim certainly is counting that one. No doubt about that. And yeah, he certainly has had some. Uh, he's one of the best international players we've had. But uh, when he got into the NBA, it's not gone his way. Denver. Uh, the New York Knicks. I wouldn't say it's all Carmelo's fault. I think he'd be a great addition to the Lakers. Matter of fact, I think there's a better chance of him joining the Lakers first than Kawhi or even a Lillard, to be honest with you. Wow. <laughs> what, what, what's with the kiss of death thing again? What? Why is everything I say the kiss of death? I don't understand that. Eric. Because you are the kiss of death, Arnie. Yeah. That's why. Because generally stuff dies the second that it, dreams die at the very least after uh, after you put it out there. You know how Lavar Ball speaks it into existence. Yes, you're, you're like the exact opposite of speak, I'm the it, opposite. To, speak it the yeah. other way. Yeah. Speak yeah. it out of existence. Oh, look, it's our producer Mike Myers. I didn't even know you were here. Hey, today. How about I, that? I'm, letting, I'm letting you guys have a great conversation yeah. and having Torres completely own you over the air. Wow, so, what, yeah. what wow. is he possibly owning me on? What? What? Go ahead. Now there, that you're there's, there's no way that the Lakers are going to win the championship. Arnie, get off of this already. It's 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 over. Even if they get Kawhi, even if they get somebody else, like Aaron said, they already have. They're basically returning the same roster that swept the finals, and they added another one 
who, yes, he won't be playing for most of the year, but he'll be there when it matters. I think we heard that about the Patriots when they went undefeated in the regular season. And this then isn't lost the Patriots. Oh, okay. there, there, that's there's, one game. There's that, a Super Bowl's one, wow. one game. You got to win four out of seven against my Warriors. I love the Warriors, by the way. Nobody loves my the Warriors. Warriors. <laughs> Nobody loves the Warriors. More Are you than trying to do guys. an Arty Spanier thing and call them yeah. yours? Let and him then, be so they might lose, that. right? I love how I love how uh, I'm I'm hopping on like the easiest narrative ever. Like, oh my god, yeah, I'm really going out on a limb by saying the Warriors are going to win the championship next year. But uh, sorry, Arnie, they are. The season's already over. I mean, th- th- like, in what sport do you do you know? Like, and this was the right. most common thing that that was said after Demarcus Cousins signed. The season's over. Like, we all knew that they were going to win. It's wishful thinking that, hey, yeah, LeBron's going to L.A. Maybe he'll bring some flash here. But come on. Lance, well, Lance you know, Stevenson and, and Rajon yeah, Rondo. Yeah, wait a minute. You know, it, it's like, it's like they're watching. They're the next year, Arnie. Come on. Well, listen. Look, it's like watching Jerry Springer. Oh, nobody watches that. Well, they had the high ratings for so long. And you know what's coming up. Somebody's going to be cheating on somebody. And there's going to be a fight. You know, when you say... Uh, with the Golden State that nobody's going to beat them. That's why we tune in for. We're going to wait for somebody to knock them off. They're not unbeatable. The fact that you think that nobody could beat this team because they've added Boogie Cousins to a team that almost lost to the Rockets last year, it, it's unthinkable that you even have that, that, that you could come up with that answer for it's me. It's unthinkable. Okay. Um, no, I mean, look, I, I, the Rockets thing is for real, but I would add, again, I don't know that it's good for the NBA if you feel like there is one team out of 29 other teams besides the Warriors that can actually beat them. And so it goes into what Mike was just saying. I do think it's bad. Listen, Nobody owns the offseason like the NBA, I think even more so than the NFL. I mean, the NFL, there's there's different windows, and you get excited about free agency and the draft and this and that, but these first couple weeks of NBA offseason, there is nothing better. But I don't think it translates to the regular season because you just look at this league. I mean, it's just there's one – you can't go into a year where there's one, maybe two teams that can win the championship. It's just not healthy overall. Uh, again, we saw the ratings go down throughout the finals. It was the lowest rated game for, or the lowest rated closeout game in a decade. Yeah, well, at that point, we knew it was over. I, I don't blame uh, that. Yeah, you know? because it was a sweep in the finals. So I'm just saying, may, listen, my hope, Arnie, is honestly your Boston Celtics, the team that, that's so <sighs> close to you guys. Like, I hope they, I hope they come back healthy and interesting because that is the only. That's the like. Like if so the, the only thing interesting about the Celtics is Brad Stevens. Okay, okay, we'll see what Kyrie does. By the way, we'll get into that coming up later on, also. But Kyrie's not going to be on the on the Celtics after this year, also. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. The, the Kyrie era is coming to a bitter end. I mean, look, wouldn't it be funny? By the way, we'll get to Kyrie in a minute, but um, leaves an NBA Finals contender in Cleveland, and if he just did it again in Boston, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really care about winning. I'm gonna, I'm going to go to New York. I want to go to New York. Kyrie's out of his mind. Well, but but you know what he's you know everybody's like well what's more important to him is it the money maybe he just wants to play for the New York Knicks you know who's to say where he wants to live where he wants it's like going to college are we going to say well you know he he went to Duke so he's just doing it for to, to win I mean if he would have picked another school you would have been criticizing him on the same thing yeah I just but there's it's it's different between where you want to live and all that stuff I mean you only got a couple years in your prime in your window. To really win big, be a star, do all those things, and you're in Boston with 
apparently you think Brad Stevens is interesting. I think he's about as boring as paint, which watching paint dry, which is well, the way he wants. Which goes to show you about the Celtics. <laughs> go, go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I, I know on your show over there in Vermont, you guys are breaking down Brad Stevens. Uh, you know, out of timeout plays, and I know you do all. Well, they're saying he's the best. He's the best coach in in the NBA. I, I mean, I, th- about. I think he is. I mean, they were one game away from going to the finals with other two best players, but you know. What does it say about Kyrie? I understand the idea that you want to live somewhere and enjoy where you live, and that's obviously the decision that LeBron just made. But it's a lot different if you're in a position to win championships. I feel like LeBron was feeling like, look, this Cleveland thing, we're not even close. But Kyrie, they're right there. So we're a year away from Kyrie. We'll talk about him more later. But, man, if he leaves the Celtics after he left the Cavs, that is is a wild turn of events. Aaron underscore Torres, I'm at stinking genius. One will come back. I'm sure DeSager will update. Tell us what's going on in the World Cup. All kinds of other stuff coming up right here on Fox Sports Radio. Great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. I think I got a little breaking news for DeSager. I'm watching the Lakers Summer League game, LeBron James. Not playing today. Just want to go ahead and throw that out there to Sager. Very much. Thank you. Well, you didn't, you didn't report that earlier today, did you? <laughs> yeah, that LeBron's not even in the country. It would be yeah. hard to play in the summer. Come on. Game. People yeah. want okay. to know if he was dressed. You have no idea. Come on now. Uh, yeah, I'm not even sure he was dressed at the clubs he's been going to in Europe. By the way, it's UFC 226 night on pay-per-view. There's still one bout to finish before we get to the main event, which is Stipe Miocic, the heavyweight champ against Daniel Cormier, light heavyweight (laughs) champ. A lot of basketball to get to. We have officially the signing of his max extension with the Phoenix Suns, Devin Booker, five years, $158 million. And an update from the Charlotte Hornets that guard Malik Monk suffered a fractured right thumb at Summer League yesterday. He'll be reevaluated in six to eight weeks. A year ago for Kentucky, Monk averaged 20 points per game. Adrian Wojnarowski reported a three-team NBA trade agreed to in principle where Timofey Mozgov goes to the Magic with guard Jaron Grant, Bismack Biombo to Charlotte, and the Bulls get the dreaded Julian Stone. So there. Is that a big thing? Is that Are people all over that? <laughs> uh, comparatively. Compared to the night's NBA news, yes. Yeah. Uh, he also, by the way, had the story on big man Jonas Jurebko not only being waived by Utah, but he plans to sign with Golden State next yeah, week, I saw that. assuming yeah. he clears waivers. As for the Summer League in Vegas. How many players does Golden State have? Like 30? Is I think they're going to have a 30-man roster. Okay, yes. that's what I figured. Uh, they may cut a couple in camp, but it might be 30 right now. Unbelievable. Uh, that's still not going to equal the uh, money that Oklahoma State currently has under contract until even when they get you know, rid Oklahoma of Carmelo. City. They're gonna, yeah, Oklahoma yeah. City is still, yeah. No, I'm thinking of uh, Oklahoma's Trey Young as I update Summer League in Vegas. Trey Young for the Atlanta Hawks. 21 points, 11 assists today, seven fouls as well. You cannot foul out of Summer League. The Knicks beat his Hawks 91-89. Torres, you were calling him a bust already. Who is this? I got uh, uh, Trey Young. Trey Young. 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 From hey, call him Trey Bell Haynes. Trey I, Young. I, I, like, uh, I like Grayson getting in his shirt the other day. I'm I love that, yeah. Pe- people were making the Grayson Allen jokes, but I'll tell you what, man. There is a big market and money to be made for being a defensive irritant. Yes. Uh, and Grayson Allen has all the physical tools. With and some height and can shoot. and yeah, I'm with you. And and I, I don't know. It was it was the big you know Grayson Allen thing on Twitter. 
But I thought it was a good sign for him and what he could potentially, what kind of player he could be in his career. Allow me a Duke analogy. Oh, People stop. didn't think much of J.J. Redick, and he was overrated in college. He's still in the league. He made yeah. $20 yep. million dollars yep. last year. He was great from three last year on a playoff it's, team. So I was going to say the NBA is a league of specialists outside of... Okay. 15 guys, you got to be able to do something well. I think Grayson Allen could be that guy. Kyle Korver, Eric Piatkowski played for a lot of years in this league, <laughs> shooting <laughs> from outside. Anyway, the Knicks first-rounder, Kevin Knox, had 22 points against Atlanta in that two-point win. Can you say Eastern Conference Championship? No, not related to the wow. Knicks. I cannot. Meanwhile, wow. number one overall pick from Arizona, DeAndre, eight neg quite the game, and a low-scoring game it was. Their final, the, the Suns won 71-63. But Aiton had 21 points, 12 Ooh. rebounds, 8 of 11 shooting. He's the real deal, baby Shaq. That was against Sacramento. Harry Giles from Duke for Sacramento had 17 points. Also, Marvin Bagley, second overall, as I recall, from Duke to Sacramento. He suffered a tweak in his right hip flexor. MRI on Monday, and he's doubtful for Tuesday's exhibition as well. We'd mentioned a couple weeks ago that the CFL season had started, and Johnny Manziel is on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He still right. has yet to play after four games of their season. The starter is former Oregon and Ole Miss quarterback Jeremiah right. Masoli. Pro Football Talk says in the first four games, he's leading the CFL in passing yards, almost 1,400, and Masoli just passed for his ninth straight 300-yard game, which ties the CFL record just for the I guess record. Johnny Football wow. is not coming off uh, the bench anytime soon. He is not, and not even in mop-up time early season. They had the quarterfinals finish up at the World Cup today. No games tomorrow. In fact, no games at the World Cup till the big Tuesday semifinal yeah. with Belgium against France. The last two top 10 ranked teams that are still in this tournament, 2 p.m. Eastern time, Tuesday on Fox TV, and then Wednesday in the semi, it's England against Croatia. England had only advanced to the semifinals once before in the last 50 years since the 1966 championship its only world cup title oh. when it was the host and won it all and i saw that russian croatia game that that was crazy it went that to penalty kicks each team scored in the 30 minute overtime yep. it was 2-2 going to pks as they say and croatia eliminates the host russia as Russia had one penalty kick stopped, and then one kick just went wide. I saw that guy. Oh. I can't get him. But he had a goal in the game, too, so I can't get him. Look at me talking soccer. Look at that. <laughs> it was thrilling. It was emotional. It was fun to watch. And it's two straight uh, penalty kicks endings for each of these teams. Croatia wins on the penalty kicks, is 5-0 and in the tournament. Back-to-back -back wins on PKs. Now, they dominated the game. They're just flat better. Russia's the lowest-ranked team in this tournament. Right. They're not just not in the top 20. They're ranked 70th in the world. They only got in easy, Vladimir, because easy. they're the hosts. They didn't have to qualify. They got in automatically. Croatia had 64% possession in this game. Russia committed 25 fouls and still took it to overtime and still got the late equalizer late in overtime. But Russia is out. England's win was 2-0 over Sweden. Sweden only had one shot in the first half of this game. I could have played goaltender. Uh, and only one corner kick in the whole game. Each team had been 3-1 and one in the tournament, but it's England that advances. Looking forward to the semis Tuesday and Wednesday. Fox TV with all the games uh, as we finish it up. And at Wimbledon, the number one ranked player in the world, Simona Halep, who just won the French Open, lost her third round match. Only one of the top ten lady seeds is still alive, and there's still a week to go in this two-week Who was crying fortnight. that he got booed today? He was like, oh, I didn't Novak like Djokovic. Yeah. He's the 12 seed now advanced. I guess he was playing somebody from the home country, but yeah. 
take it somewhere else. Yeah. Wimbledon. Tough it up, Buttercup. <laughs> yeah, Wimbledon. Yes, as our former uh, co-worker used to say here, <laughs> the great Amy Van Dyken. Uh, Wimbledon takes the middle Sunday of the tournament off, so no tennis tomorrow. And I got to mention again, a guy had 10 RBIs in a baseball game in the major Oof. leagues tonight. Mark Reynolds, 5 for 5. Washington won 18 to 4 over Miami. Philadelphia won its sixth straight game, six straight, uh, five straight wins for Colorado, and now five straight wins for Houston. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, the Sager. Wow, hour one just flew on by. We're going to come back. Uh, he's Aaron Torres. I'm Marty Spanier. We're going to get into Kyrie. What's going on? Really going to my New York Knicks. What does that mean for Boston? We'll get more into the Lakers. A lot of NBA stuff going on. I also want to touch a little NFL. We'll get to Julian Edelman. So that's coming up. If you want to get in, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. This is Fox Sports Radio. Wow. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you got to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. Uh, We'll get all our picks coming up at about, what, 45 past the hour. Excited about that. We're going to have to search long and hard for that. Unless we have to start predicting on World Cup and, and stuff like that, Aaron. Uh yeah. Uh not a well we could start predicting summer league games. I saw this article, I think it was actually from like the Wall Street Journal where summer league betting on summer league in Vegas is a real thing. Now I was oh, yeah. I was out there last year. I saw the sheets like in the sports book of oh the Grizzlies are minus 3 against <laughs> the Mavericks today. But I didn't know anybody actually put money on it. Oh, I mean, of course they do. Oh, my goodness. People these days. Who do you got winning the Summer League this year? It's a, it, 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 it's so wide open. I think it could go in a million different directions. Oh, I believe I used to live in Vegas for a year. It took like five years off my life. Wow. But it was great. Oh, it was the best time I ever had. Oh, Whoop. man. I, I had a, a friend of mine that knew the whole ropes of Vegas. I'll tell you a quick story. Please. We went to go play, we went to go play blackjack. Okay, and you know blackjack's an official sport. I don't know if you know that, but at least in my world, it is. Fantastic. Went to go play. I, I go, okay, let's just go anywhere and play blackjack. They go, no, no, no. We have to go to this special casino. Oh I go, no! What's so special? Yeah, I go. What's so special about this casino? They go. They have this new dealer who's tipping off her cards. I go. Wow. What do you mean t- I go. Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean tipping off? Because she's doing it by accident. I go. Okay. Let me. I got. I got to see this. So we, we're playing blackjack, and the dealer gets a ten card showing. She looks at her underneath card, says, wait a minute, excuse me, looks again, and she goes, oh, I, I, I thought I had an ace. What? So, so we're thinking, well, if you think you had an ace and you don't have an ace, you must have something that looks like an ace, like a four or something like that. You know what I mean? Sure. So that's how she was tipping off her cards, and these guys were such sharks. They knew when to double up the bets and stuff like that. They were making a killing on her. Wow. A killing. Oh, my goodness, man. You still she, li- she did that a couple of times, too. You still living off that money right now? No, stop. I wasn't no professional. I did love living out there in Vegas, though. I mean, if you never lived in Vegas, I think everybody at, at one young age should be forced to live there for one full year. I really do. I, I- it, it, it's a great experience. I was it's like going say. overseas. <laughs> it is its own little <laughs> world. I'll tell you that much. I would love to live there. I've, uh, I, I go, as you know, very regularly. I was there in May. I was there in March for uh, a work purpose for the uh, Pac-12 tournament and all that stuff. So uh, I love Vegas. I love the energy of Vegas. I love that you could do – first of all, you know what's great about Vegas? Really quick, can I go on a little Vegas Yeah, yeah, go ahead. But JT lives there. He loves Vegas, obviously. I think this is going to sound so counterintuitive, but I think you can, if you spend time there enough, 
you learn so much about so many random things. And so let me give you an example. So I was yeah. out there last summer, visited a buddy who worked at South Point Casino, which is on the south end of the Strip, I think. They had a 24-hour bowling tournament going on. <laughs> it was like one of the biggest bowling tournaments in the world. But he was telling me uh, all the strategy that goes into it. There's a, a bowling tent where you can buy special merchandise and this ball, this bowling ball does this, and it, it it this ball goes down the lane differently. And I was like blown away. I'm like, this is bowling. Like I thought yeah. it was you just grab shoes and you roll the ball. And so that's the cool thing about Vegas is you have all these conventions, you have all these uh, sporting events, and I yep. just feel like if you live there, you meet so many random people doing so many cool things. I mean, the other thing I remember there was one weekend. I was there. There happened to be a Conor McGregor UFC fight. Yeah. And it was also the weekend of the rodeo. And it was so cool because you would walk down oh, the that, strip. The, the rodeo is big in Vegas. Oh, it it's was, big. I've never seen a bigger crowd than yeah. when I was at the official host uh, casino of the rodeo. It was insane. But it was crazy because you'd walk down the strip and there was literally, there was like a an end point where it went from the, the crazy rodeo crowd to the crazy <laughs> Irish fans. And I was like, what other country in the world do you get do you get the Irish fans and then fifty feet away you get a bunch of cowboys and cowgirls in their hats and their belt oh. buckles? It's just such a fun. Nothing better what, than how Vegas. do we get a remote out there? What do we have yeah. to do, Arnie? Who do we I have could to never talk live to? out there like JT though. I that would just take more years off my life. I couldn't do that. But going there for about a week or so how do we is about the longest I could take that. We are uh we are the fastest growing new show on radio. Of course, yes. And uh, I say that because I think we're the newest show going. Yes, we well, are. Yeah. Uh, so how do we how do we get a remote out there? What do we have to do? Who do we have to call? We got to call the boss. Is who we got to oh, okay. call. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, and I'm out here in Vermont. It takes me like five months to get all the way out there uh, to the West Coast. It's unbelievable. Well, I feel like I'm in a, another country out here in Vermont. Well, especially through the snowdrifts too. Oh, I worry. It's unbelievable. About it. I worry. Um, all right, we got a lot to get to this hour. Remember, we'll get our predictions coming up at 45 past the hour. But longtime Cavs writer Jason Lloyd, he was on 92.3 The Fan, had some interesting stuff to say about Kyrie and LeBron and. Howard was coming down, and if LeBron was coming back to Cleveland, here's what uh, Jason Lloyd had to say on 92.3 The Fan. It has been made clear to me by multiple people Kyrie never really wanted LeBron to come back in the first place, that he didn't think like that it was necessary. LeBron said something to Kyrie on the court following a game when he was with Miami, something to the effect of keep going, keep, keep doing what you're doing. You never know. I could be back here one day or something like that. And Kyrie went in the locker room and basically said, we don't need that. Like, what's he talking about? We don't need that. He didn't want him here in the first place. He, he didn't think the Cavs needed LeBron. He didn't want him here in the first place. That's been told to me by many, many, wow. many people throughout the organization. Well, okay, if, if that's true, then what's his problem with Boston in there? And he doesn't want who there in Boston that he's going to New York or it has nothing to do with LeBron. And why, why didn't he want LeBron there? He just didn't want the attention going to him or what? Yeah, Kyrie is uh, cut from a different cloth. And I, I remember I was actually on on air here on Fox Sports Radio the day that he demanded the trade. And I said, uh, in a weird way, like, shout out to Kyrie because this NBA that we live in where Steph Curry openly takes in Kevin Durant, gives up a little bit of the spotlight, right? Houston Rockets, James Harden gives up some of the spotlight to Chris Paul. Say what you want about the Oklahoma City Thunder. Oklahoma, uh, Russell Westbrook welcomed in Paul George and Carmelo Anthony this year. Right. And Kyrie's just like, nah, I'm playing with the best player in the world. Yeah. I'll go do it myself. 
And, you know, now we obviously we talked a little bit last hour about this this report that maybe he wants to go to the Knicks, that maybe he doesn't want to stay in Boston long term. He's the exact opposite of everything that the NBA is about right now. It's super teams. It's getting superstars together. And Kyrie's just kind of like, meh, I'll go do it myself. So do you think that window's going to close for Boston? Then Do they got to get rid of Kyrie? Same thing with San Antonio and Kawhi Leonard. If he's going to leave after the year, then you've got to trade him if you're Boston. You can't allow him to leave and get nothing for him. Yeah, I, well, one, I'm not sold that he's going to leave. I mean, it's a lot of talk right now. Oh, I am. I'm, you're I'm sold, sold he's gonna positive? Leave, yeah. I am because, you know, they talked to him and they asked him about resigning in the offseason. He said, I'm not going to do that. Doesn't make sense because I can get more money if I wait a year, which is understandable. I understand that. But what you're supposed to say is, no, 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 I get more money, and I love it here in Boston. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll resign after a year. When a girl doesn't return the I love you and you keep saying I love you, there's a problem. Kyrie's never said I love you, Boston. I think there's a problem here. Do you? What, what, well, what happens if they make the – well, you know, it's crazy. And here's the crazy you know, part. By the way, when's, when's the last time – I'm sorry to jump, but when's the last time Boston got big-time free agents to come to the city? I mean, think about that, because it's not really destination number one. People go, well, what about David Price for the Red Sox? Or or, or what, Gordon Hayward? I mean, those are the biggest names you're going to give me that's coming here to the city of Boston, a, a, rich, a, a rich sports tradition. Notice you can't get a lot of free agents to come here. Yeah, that's an interesting point I hadn't thought of. What I was going to say with Kyrie yeah. is what's interesting to me is normally you would sit back and say, well— He's got a great coach. He's got a great organization. And if they make the finals next year, they're going to be the overwhelming favorite in the East if Philly doesn't get Kawhi. Um, you'd think, like, okay, if they make the finals, he's going to sign. You, you can't leave a team that made right. the finals. Right. But he just did it in Cleveland last right. year. He's the one guy in the NBA that you're kind of like, even if they, even if you win, it might not be enough if it's not on his terms. So that's the interesting wrinkle in all of this to me is he's already asked off a championship caliber team once. So who's to say he won't do it again? I don't think he likes Brad Stevens' uh, mantra of it's a team effort first and uh, no individuals is greater than the team. I don't think he likes that mantra. What do uh, you think? I was going to say, let me ask you this because you're yeah. down on the ground there in, near Boston. What was the deal with the game seven? Not in the arena. I had surgery. Like, did anybody yeah. buy that? Is that a? Like, oh no, uh, well, I didn't buy it. Well, people were like, first of all, you could have done that anytime. Second of all, you could have done that and still come to the arena. I guess he didn't want anybody to see them. Uh, then you should have changed it. That was an important game. You're supposed to be there with your teammates. Uh, that was disgusting. I I, I can't believe. Uh, that he didn't get the backlash that he should have. You can't do that. You've got to be there with your teammates in the game number seven. Well, and the the other thing is, you know, there was talk that, and I and I I buy it that maybe you you, you never want to see your team not perform well, but that maybe he wasn't that excited that the Celtics went on that run without him and other guys stepped up. It was oh, if he didn't like it at all, you know that, and I know I that. Was say, that's yeah. like when that's like you know when you break up with your girlfriend. You don't wish her harm, but, you know, then again, you don't want her to go and marry a multimillionaire and live in a bigger house than you had there. You know what I mean? You, you hope she maybe gains 50 pounds and life isn't so great. You understand that, don't you? By the way, I was going to say, Arnie, a lot of girlfriend analogies in today's show. I feel yes. like you had a couple tough breakups there uh, in your younger days. Yeah, you know, those a uh, long time ago.
Well, okay. long, long time some, ago. Some of those Vegas years, a couple tough Vegas, breakups. Way before that, too. You know what I mean? Way back in college days. Those, uh, those are the tough days. You know what I'm talking about. When you and Steve Kerr were battling for, <laughs> for, for the ladies? I heard all about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure you did. Yeah, we're battling for the ladies out there in the University of Arizona and Pacific Palisades High School. No, but that, I mean, that's exactly true, though. That, you know, that analogy fits. I, I really think overall, though, uh, when it's said and done, Kyrie's going to end up on the New York Knicks. I don't know if that's going to make them that much better, but it'll be interesting to see if that's the, uh, start in the right direction, you know? Yeah, no, and I was going to say, too, doesn't, when you see Kyrie, these reports come out, they're coming from somewhere. They're coming from legitimate sources. And then, of course, the audio that we heard off the top that he never wanted LeBron there in the first place. I got to say, you know, I've been number one Warriors criticizer. But it makes me appreciate a guy like Steph Curry that much more. A guy that's won MVPs, that's won NBA titles, and said, you know what? I don't really care about all the individual awards. I want to start stacking up rings. There's no better feeling than winning a championship if it means less points for me, less acclaim for me, less star power for me. I don't care. Let's go get Kevin Durant. And then you got the opposite of Kyrie. I just feel like it makes me appreciate somebody like Steph Curry that much more when I read these reports about stuff like Kyrie. You know, I got to give it to you on that. You're right about that because Steph uh, doesn't seem to let his ego get in the way. Obviously, when they brought Kevin Durant in, and as you mentioned, and you know, he's won back-to-back MVP MVPs yes. in the finals. So. Uh, that could have bothered a lot of people when it was said and done. Well, yeah, and it'll be interesting to see with the Warriors, too. And we were, we talked about at the top of the first hour, how long is this thing going to go on, or are they even the favorites next year? But it, it will be curious because there's already rumblings that maybe Klay uh, Thompson has been glad to just kind of be an ancillary piece uh, for years and that maybe he won't be so willing uh, p- publicly, he said that that he'll that he'd be happy to take a pay cut to stay next year. But we'll see if he's willing to do that. We'll see if Kevin Durant is there for the long term after he opted into the one and one thing last weekend. Point being is that a lot of guys have sacrificed a lot in Golden State, and it is a credit to them. I've been critical of them, but I think it's a credit to them as well. I'll be curious to see if they can keep doing that long term as these guys get older. All right, uh, Lakers move next because uh, we know what Golden State did. So uh, what's the next piece of the puzzle for the Lakers? We'll tell you when we get back right here on Fox Sports Radio. Great song. Does this mean we finally let Arnie go? What happened to the Arnie song? It's a new day, Arnie. Wow, that's not as good as the Arnie song. You know, I sang this myself, no big deal. Went into the recording studio late one night and... uh, just put this little banger together. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance? Ah, oh, it means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. He's Aaron Torres, Aaron underscore Torres. If you want to go ahead and send them a tweet, I'm at Stinking Genius One. Uh, Aaron, real quick, though, one update, a uh, serious update I want to give. And I've been watching this, I'm sure as everybody else around the world. Uh, the kids that are trapped in the cave uh, in Thailand. They are starting, I guess, the rescue procedure from what some of the news organizations are reporting because I guess storms are coming in. So they have uh, close to 17 divers, I guess, going down there. Each diver is going to have to actually two divers are going to have to escort each kid in a uh, scuba gear through two and a half to three miles of murky, muddy water, strong currents and obviously you know, deal with the oxygen. So 
difficult, but wow, uh, just unbelievable. And I, I guess they're going to be starting that now. So yeah. um, I'm, uh, obviously our thoughts and prayers go out with the kids and their families and Hopefully this uh, all goes well. Yeah, really scary story. I'll be honest, I haven't been following it as closely as a lot of others, but I know the the basics and the logistics, and I know that it's been a, you know, there's been a couple other attempts. I believe someone passed away trying to to get in there the first time, and so... Yeah, I'm with you, Arnie. Is uh, you know we like to have fun here, but we're I'm I'm certainly speak for a lot of people, and certainly you by saying that we all hope this ends well for everybody. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, and you know, there was a report that they might even have to wait three, four months. I heard that until they, you know, got the water out of the caves. But I guess more rain is coming in, which is from the monsoon season from July uh, to October. So they're like, no, 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 we we've got to do something and do something now. And uh, we just want to say we're thinking about the kids. And obviously the 25-year-old coach who's down there also, as well as the uh, divers that are going down there, putting their life on the line. I can't imagine it's, this is going to be easy. But, uh, again, our thoughts and prayers go out with the kids and coach down there. Hopefully we'll get them all back safely. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll see if there's any more update on that. But this is, this is going to be a long process. There's uh, no doubt about that. All right, the Lakers' next move, Aaron. And we touched on this a little bit. We know it's either going to be Kyrie. What do you make of the Willard story? And he didn't do uh, anything to you know squash those rumors after he went to Twitter also. You think there's a lot of truth to that or nothing really? Well, yeah, I mean, it comes down to all these guys. Well, I, I think with Damian Lillard specifically, one, it seems like he's happy in Portland. But I think this this playoffs, I, I think that you got to really look at everything that happened in these playoffs if you're Portland and really think about what the long-term end game is, is that uh, Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum, great individual players, great team players, yeah. but you have this incredible regular season and get swept out of the playoffs by the right. Pelicans, who then basically got swept by, they didn't get swept, yeah. but they lost in five to the five. Warriors. So it shows how far you really are. And so, look, I think we saw a lot of teams take this approach last NBA offseason is to say, look, the Warriors are going to be running this league for the next three, four, five years. And, and you know, you could throw in Boston or Philly or other teams. But the Warriors are still going to be the team to beat. And if your window, if your stars are kind of in that range, is it better to just blow up and blow it up and start with some young guys? Now, I don't know that that's the approach that I would take if I was the Trailblazers. But like I said, even though they made the playoffs, they are still a ways away from competing at the top of the West and then, oh, by the way, you had the fact that a couple other teams in the West have gotten better this offseason, certainly including the Lakers, makes you that much further from actually competing for championships. You don't think that the Lakers go to Golden State status up there if they get Damian Lillard? You don't th- well, of course, I put Kawhi on the team, too. But if they get those two guys, you don't think they go right up there with Golden State? Because I already think they you know, get one right now, they'll go right up there. But you don't think if they get both, they go right up there? Oh, absolutely, but it, it comes down to... we Can't have two teams winning 75 games, Aaron. Well, here's... A, I mean, we could, in theory. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But anyways, so... But the question then becomes, I mean, who are you... What, what, what are you trading to get all those guys? Because we saw right now what the asking price is for Kawhi Leonard, which was, I believe, off the top of my head, was Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram... Josh Hart, two draft picks and two draft pick swaps. And the Shaq statue. And the Shaq statue and yes. the Wayne Gretzky statue. Yes. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, the Chick Hearn press room at Staples yes. Center. So, yeah, so if if you have to give up even a portion of that, what is right. really left over for the Blazers, unless the Blazers have interest in Lonzo Ball, 
So to me, that's the big question is because it's one thing if you can sign Paul George and you're obviously using up a lot of cap space, but you don't have to trade anyone. You don't have to give up anybody. Obviously, Paul George now off the table. But in this case, you would have to make trades for both of those players. Do you have enough assets that would interest those two teams to get both of those guys? I find that kind of hard to believe. Uh, You said the magic word, Lonzo Ball. First of all, is he untradeable because of the leaked uh, story about his meniscus? And two... By the way, 10.7 rebounds, 7 assists, not bad for a rookie. Not rookie of the year, but not bad for a rookie. I mean, if you talk about getting better from one year to the next, you have your most growth from your first year to your second year. Um, you know what? Maybe it's not so bad if Lonzo, and I, and I know he wants to be in L.A., but maybe it be, wouldn't see, be so bad for his career if he ended up on a Portland or another team like that. First of all, shout-out to Lonzo Ball, who uh, we get this report a week ago that he has to undergo surgery and you see him casually strolling across the court at Staples or at uh, Thomas and Mack Center tonight at the NBA Summer League. Was he so, out there? Was he out oh, there? Oh, he was yeah. strutting his stuff. He's never looked better. Knee looks great. He's <laughs> either got the best surgeon in the world or uh, maybe this knee injury doesn't exist. And I say this as somebody who's had two meniscus surgeries. If he did have that surgery already, uh, he he is uh, the fastest recoverer in the history of uh, surgeries. Uh, so you don't think there's going to be any surgery or anything like that? Uh, I, I'm just saying, and I yeah. know this report came out, uh, I think we might have talked about it a little bit last week, but yeah, I'm, I, I call into question the timing of the report, that's all. I'm not saying, I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but I kind of am. Um, but Is he I, untradeable? I, you know, I don't think so, and this was something uh, I was filling in the other day with Mike Harmon, and we, we talked about this. I, I feel like there are, first of all, you're right on Lonzo. He, he didn't match the hype that LeVar put out there last summer at this time. But he was pretty good for a rookie, all things yeah. considered. And I got to feel like if he really is on the trade market and maybe it becomes a, a three-team trade if the, the Spurs don't want him or something, but there got to be a lot of teams that would be interested in taking this kid. I mean, if, if you think about the Brooklyn Nets, the Orlando Magic. If he didn't come with LeVar, would there be, how many more teams would want him, though? Well, but I don't think the Lakers would necessarily be trying to get rid of him if he didn't come with LeVar. You know, so but, so you mean you, so you think the only reason maybe the Lakers are getting rid of him is because of Levar? Uh yeah. I I mean I think so. I mean you, you just laid it out. He had a really good rookie year. Now right. there are things to be worried about the free throw shooting, the the three point shooting, but he had a really good rookie year. And so, um, but I just think if you're like the Brooklyn Nets and you got nothing going for you, and you could get this guy below market value because. Uh, you know, because of all the off the court stuff and off the court's relative, he's not in trouble or anything. He's just right, got a, right. uh, uh, you know, a, a dad who who makes headlines. But you know, if you're the Brooklyn Nets or the Charlotte Hornets or the the Orlando Magic, why not make that move? You know, so I don't think he's untradeable. I don't think the Spurs necessarily want him. I don't think Popovich wants that circus. But I feel like for a lot of teams, Lonzo would be a good player and a good fit. No, oh, I, I don't think Popovich would. No, unless Popovich is like, yeah, I'll take the kid and I'm going to make him into a superstar. I bet you there's some coaches out there thinking my coaching could turn Lonzo or me tweaking his shot a little bit will to- turn Lonzo into the uh, player I think he could be. You know what I mean? A hundred percent, and that's what I'm saying. Is and, and how often can you get a guy like that below market value? Because right now it does seem like there really isn't much of a trade market for him, but I still look at him. Imagine that, Fultz and him, the top two picks that you get way below market value. Yeah, and by the way, I would add, shout out to me, because I was saying it this time last year, before you had me on your show, Arnie, Yeah, uh, I, I always thought Jason Tatum was the best player in that draft. Now, it may end up being Donovan Mitchell. I may have whiffed on that one, Right, but Tatum was so awesome. I never understood the Markel Fultz hype. 
but I will admit, uh, I, I think the the off the court stuff got to Lonzo more than than people that more than I expected. The other thing, the other thing that I think is is concerning uh, the Lakers right now is again, it's not that he's getting in trouble and there's nothing wrong with what he's doing, but you know the rap albums and stuff. You know, I, like I don't know if Magic Johnson's super thrilled that this guy's putting out a new single every month in the middle of the season. Like, like what maybe, was that about? Like, like, like maybe you should be focusing. You know, you know, get in the gym and work on that foul shooting. You know, and so uh, it'll be interesting. I think this next year we're gonna wherever he plays. We're going to learn a lot about what Lonzo's career is about because he's a guy, and I, I covered him a lot when he was in high school. This kid was the ultimate gym rat, eat, sleep, breathe basketball. The guy, you know, the coaches at UCLA loved him. They said he was their hardest worker. And you just get the sense, I, 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 this is my personal opinion, but you get the sense that he seems to be into some of the other off-the-court stuff more than he is actual basketball at this point. He's Aaron Torres, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. If you want to go ahead and jump on in also. Uh, the Sager, is everything a final for crying out loud? Everything pretty much wrapped up? Just about, and we have a new UFC heavyweight champ. The pay-per-view is over in Vegas. Daniel Cormier has oh, won. He was light heavyweight here. champion, and at age 39, he has just beaten by knockout Stipe Miocic, a late first-round KO at 4.33 of the first, an overhand right to the face after the clinch. Daniel Cormier, a two-division champ, and now 21-1. and That has just ended in in Vegas. We do have one ball game still going. It's essentially over. It's 15 to 4 Arizona over the San Diego Padres. Washington won 18 to 4 against Miami. Mark Reynolds of the Nationals 5 for 5 at the plate with two homers and 10 RBIs. Wash uh, it was Boston winning its fifth straight game. 15 to 4 was the final at Kansas City. The Royals have lost 8 in a row. Dodgers got a 3-1 win over the Angels. Earlier Colorado won its fifth straight. Houston won its fifth in a row. Six straight wins for Philadelphia. The Cubs scored four runs bottom of the eighth to beat Cincinnati 8-7. to Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. NASCAR with a 400 at Daytona tonight. Won by Eric Jones, his first Cup Series victory. Martin Truex Jr. finished second. Phil Mickelson is nine shots back at the Greenbrier. Bubba Watson is three back of the co-leaders after a third round 65. At Wimbledon, Number one ranked Simona Halep lost her third round match. And at the World Cup quarterfinals, England shut out Sweden 2 nothing. Croatia on penalty kicks eliminates host Russia. Back to you. All right. Thanks a lot to Sager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Just go to geico.com or give them a call 1 800 947 Auto. And the only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. Uh, Eric, did I tell you before the show today, I texted uh, Kobe Altman, the general oh, manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers. So, Wow, big time. Yeah, that's you, the only phone number I have, to be honest with you. I don't have a big Rolodex. Wow, that's still that's a, that's a pretty big get. He, he wasn't willing to just hop on air with us tonight? Well, I texted him. He didn't text me back. So people are like, yeah, yeah, like he's going to call you back. The funny thing is, I've had him on my show locally before. Because wow. he went to Middlebury College here in Vermont, and we had him on like 22 minutes, and we spent 18 minutes uh, talking about Middlebury College. Believe me, I don't know how I got 18 minutes at Middlebury College, yeah. and then we got four minutes of LeBron, 
and I played it for the boss, and the boss goes, you're fired. I, wow. I How could you got Kobe Alvin on and not ask about LeBron? I go, he was only coming on to talk about Middlebury College, though. Wow. So you really whiffed there, huh? It's well, funny. What do you mean? Well, what, 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 I mean, whiffed, though, he wasn't going to come on unless I brought up Middlebury, so I had to bring up, you know, about— 18 minutes worth of Middlebury, though? It's a lot well, it's of tough Middlebury. to come up with question after yeah. question on Middlebury College. What, what was your hard-hitting Middlebury question that really got him to open up? Where did the conversation turn? Well, I just kind of said, what did you average and stuff like that? I don't know what I asked him for 18 minutes. I, boy, if I could do 18 minutes on Middlebury College, I must be a genius. Yeah. Uh, well, was, you're stinking genius. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it was tough. But then, you know, we did get four minutes. I texted him tonight. I'm like, you know, I also do a show for Fox Sports Radio. Love to have you on. You know, you know we could talk a little bit about Middlebury College, but love to talk <laughs> a little bit more about LeBron, the Cavaliers. Um yeah, well, t- you got your Middlebury questions uh, ready for you? Because, well, anyway, he didn't text back anyway, but I don't know what you were going to ask about Middlebury College. It would have been kind of tough for you, you know? I would have, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't have a ton here. I, I don't have a ton on Middlebury. I could you add- imagine if I said we're having Colby Altman on, but you can only ask about Middlebury College? That's yeah, it. I would yeah. say something like, so in the long term, what's more likely? <laughs> Will J.R. Smith be playing for Middlebury College yeah, next year? Go. Or... Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Nobody, but he's a great guy, nice guy. But you understand that was the only reason why he wanted to come on was talk about his school. And we got about four minutes of LeBron stuff. I did text him. He didn't text me back, rightfully so, because he probably has a lot going on. He's in Vegas oh, right now for summer league. Yeah, he's he's in probably Where Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Uh, our producer Eminem, who's probably been sleeping through most of the show. Um, what do you got on the latest on that uh, UFC? Because, so uh, as a Reported by uh, Steve DeSager in our update, Daniel Cormier knocks out reigning defending and Cleveland's own US, former UFC heavyweight. Oh. So, yeah, crush, crushing couple wow. of weeks for Cleveland. Um, Stipe Miocic. But after the fight, Brock Lesnar, yes, Brock Lesnar, who is currently a champion in WWE and is still suspended, uh, got into the ring and apparently went nose-to-nose with Daniel Cormier and shoved him. And, oh. it, and it appears as if... Brock Lesnar is going to face Daniel Cormier for the UFC Heavyweight Championship. How about that? Wow. Sign me up for five rounds of that. That's going to be nice. awesome. Nice. Nice. Could you imagine the pay-per-view on that one, huh? Wow. I I would be into that. I mean, yeah. it's been a while. I mean, I know this was supposedly a pretty big fight, but I mean, like, a really hyped fight. I mean, what was the last really big fight? Like, uh... Like McGregor Diaz or not Diaz uh, Alvarez, like that's the last one I feel like jo- I- Jones and Jones and uh, and Cormier. Yeah, the last one was pretty true, good, but true, true. those ones technically really don't. The last one I don't think technically counted, even though Jones won. But they usually build up those fights. But I th- I would honestly say whenever Conor McGregor fights, it's an event, and I would say that Diaz rematch got a lot of buy. You know, some of the women fights have been big too. Oh yeah, you know, Ronda anytime, and all that. anytime Ronda Rousey fought, there those were some of the most bought uh, pay per views that they had. The, the fights didn't last long, but yeah, yeah, but, they but, were still really well bought. So yeah, this 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 whole thing, like this Brock Lesnar thing, because I'm a big wrestling fan. I've known for a long time that. Brock Lesnar was interested in coming back to the UFC, but the fact that it's Daniel Cormier and everybody knows Daniel Cormier from being in the media and his confrontations with John Jones and all the back and forth that they had, and Brock Lesnar has been a WWE wrestler for a long time, the promotional stuff for this, it could be great for the UFC, and they've been trying to find new ways to sort of get there, because Conor McGregor hasn't fought in a long time, and Ronda Rousey's gone, so... 
maybe this is something that could sort of spark some a little that'd bit more interest awesome. in UFC. Yeah. It would be great. Yeah. Oh, that'd be absolutely awesome. I I definitely uh, you know I'd I'd be buying into that. That's for sure. Uh, I'd be buying into it. Uh, Aaron underscore Torres. If you want to get a hold of him, at Stinking Genius One. Uh, by the way, when we give our picks next segment, uh, we got to do obviously some World Cup. Not a not a lot of games out there. Did you watch the World Cup today? Did you get into it or no? Not really. I slept through uh, England, Sweden. So, right. Arnie, you don't know this, but last night was my birthday. And, oh, uh, happy birthday. Look at you. Thank you. Fourth or fifth straight year I've turned 29. So, uh, wow. so, so that's going good. And you look older than me. That's hard. That's yeah. so hard <laughs> to do. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> I, 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 I find that hard to believe. But, uh, don't, maybe I don't need find thicker, it hard to believe you, at all. You need yes. thicker glasses, but it's okay. Yes. <laughs> um but uh, but yeah, so slept through England, Sweden. Then I'm not. What did you What did you do for your birthday? Anything fun? I mean, did you oh, go out boy. party time or what? So, uh, uh, my mom is in town visiting, and uh, we went out to dinner. Me, her, and my girlfriend. And I came home. Well, I know the story's was, not going to be real fun now. No, there was that. a surprise party. They I had a bunch. Of, they they had a bunch of friends and family over, so it was a very pleasant. Uh, oh, happy you had a surprise. surprise party. Yeah, really funny story. So we got home without from, your partner. That's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you you said it takes five. It takes five <laughs> days for you to get to Los Angeles. So I figured I'll invite. <laughs> I figured I'd invite you for next year's party, and maybe you could get out there. But it was a funny story because they did the whole like yell surprise thing. But we get back to the apartment. And I get up to our apartment and I let them in, but I didn't walk in. It was about eight o'clock. But to bring this conversation back to earlier, it was yeah. still like a hundred degrees in LA. And I was like, I'm gonna go see if there's anybody at the pool at our apartment because I said if, if people were at the pool, I'm gonna go in the pool because I didn't think anyone was at my apartment. And then I and so uh, I, I so to quote the movie Big Daddy, I completely ruined the surprise. Oh, Everyone's ready geez. to say, say surprise. I run down to the pool. I come back up. They get their real surprise in. Uh, but by that point, I had so much yeah. sangria. I didn't even. I didn't know up from down at that point. So. Uh, you know, those things never go as planned. You know what I mean? They never go off uh, without a hitch. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, I ruined the surprise, but it's okay. Uh, I had a good birthday, though. A lot of good food. A lot of. Uh, a lot of uh, good friends and family. You know, Mike texted me for my birthday, so I thought that was very thoughtful. I mean, I, I was waiting by the phone for that Arnie Spaniard text that never came in, but you know, it's okay. All right, uh, a couple of them. Uh, we got to get to some of these tweets. Bad job by me. Ernie says, Arnie, what if Steve Kerr was on line one, Kobe Altman on line two, Jeannie Buss on line three, all on hold? Who would you put on first? Wow. That's a great question. That, that's a tough. I've, I've got to go with my buddy Steve Kerr. I got to go with my buddy Steve Kerr. What if he was just calling to yell at you about that time that you stole his girlfriend, which we learned about at Arizona? No, I never stole his girlfriend, but I'll tell you what. I, I, I just put him on to talk about where we're having lunch. I would talk about if I beat him in a one-on-one. I wouldn't care. Would you ask him about Middlebury College, too? Or no, is no, that Middlebury only College. Kobe he was Elton. a U of A guy. Uh, the master says meniscus repair on both knees off crutches on day two per Richard Brash. Who was the Olympic team at that time? So, well, I guess they're saying what that Lonzo did have the operation or what? Uh, I have had two meniscus surgeries. I will say that it is it, depending on what surgery you have, it's pretty easy to recover from. Um, but I don't know that you're traveling and walking and doing all these things because, again, let's keep in mind that the surgery, in theory, the report comes out on Friday of last week. Ironically, the day before NBA free agency, probably not getting a surgery on sh- Saturday or Sunday. Right. So we're talking about Monday at the earliest. Uh, I'm just saying the timing. I don't know that it adds up. It feels like a leak story to keep Lonzo from being traded. Call me crazy. Conspiracy theory. Mr. Nice Guy says uh, something is wrong. I agree with everything you guys are saying tonight. Wow. Wow. That is there is something wrong then. 
Wow. So he agreed when I started the show by firing you. So that's good. That's good. I'm oh, glad we're on the same page. Yeah, on why that. do you think that'd be the one thing he didn't agree on? No, no. Yeah. That was the, the, probably the thing he agreed on the most. All right. Are you ready for our picks coming up next segment? I, I, I guess you're going to be doing soccer. You got to do the two soccer games, don't you? We got to do soccer. We got to bet. We got to make some summer league predictions. I don't even oh. know who's playing, but I'm I'm picking. I feel like this is the Mavs year to win summer league. I, I feel really good about that pick. Oh, all I right. ruined the whole segment. I'm sorry. Oh, you did. You ruined. You gave away the pick there. All right, we'll come back. We'll get into all that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, much better. Much much better. This song sucks. Wow. wow. <laughs> Great news, everybody. There's a quick way you can save money. Just switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. Wow. wow. One of my favorite songs, uh, Paul tweets it. Ellie's about to own the West, led by King James. One more. Whether it's Lillard or Kawhi, let's get them set here in Los Angeles and move on after that, Aaron. I'm, that's what I'm waiting for, the next piece of the puzzle to move. And I actually think it's going to be Kawhi, uh, and that's not going to be it'll be sooner than later. Yeah, as I told you at the top of the show, you texted me within minutes of LeBron signing that Kawhi was a done deal, it was a matter of one draft pick, and that it was going to happen happen any minute so uh i am not holding my well, breath wait taking me to task on that after uh, i gave you the lebron story you gave oh you gave you broke it to me that that was uh fantastic i was gonna I didn't s- break it but i broke it to you i guess yeah i was uh yeah i was uh I, i'm still waiting for Kawhi. i mean we came on air the day after Kawhi demanded a trade and you said it would be a matter of days yeah. so I don't know. I didn't you... know that San Antonio was going to be so stubborn. And look, I've said this before. I'm very sympathetic to the San Antonio Spurs. I, I don't believe Kawhi Leonard for a second. I, I still don't understand how he could duck San Antonio personnel coming to his house or trying to track him down. Couldn't you call him, leave a message, text him, and if he wasn't going to text back, you know there's a problem, you know? I guess. By the way, I hate to get sidetracked here, but yeah. the little troller on Twitter, we were talking last segment about how I had a little surprise birthday party. Yes. Arnie's parents had a surpri- very big surprise birthday party the day he was born. Yes. Oh, yes, my they, goodness. Yes, they did. I'll, I'll have to hit like and retweet on that one. Too soon. Too wow. soon, Mr. Wow. and Mrs. Spanier. Oh, my goodness. Wow. All right, give us a little music. Let's get to the predictions on that. Uh, we don't have too many things to make picks on. So uh, I guess that means we got to do World Cup, which I actually watched. Big soccer I'm, guy. Well, I'll start with this. I'm going to go with England over Croatia, which... Really, that was a great game against Russia, but I'll go with England. I think they're the slight favorite, but I, I'm pulling for them to win the rest of the way. What do you think? Oh, Arnie, I, I actually agree with you on this one. I'm rooting for England. I think that country would be bonkers if they went on to win the World Cup. Uh, I'll take them over Croatia. You know, Croatia, not the, the most noted well, we're soccer We're talking soccer. Look we're soccer that. guys. We should start our own soccer podcast outside of this show. And what's the other two teams? France and Belgium? Is that who it is? Those two, yeah. Those two guys. Okay, i got to make sure I'm, I'm picking the right games out there. Give me France for no reason whatsoever there, Aaron. Well, France, uh, they've looked pretty good. I think they've probably been the best team in this tournament. I know they, Look they at s- you breaking it down. They smacked around Argentina a few rounds ago. I'm rooting for Belgium. Love the chocolate and the waffles, but I think France is going to win that game. All right, and I'm picking the my Lakers to win the summer league. But there's nothing else I can pick, so I got to pick summer league basketball. Wow, your Lakers. I'm my pick- Lakers. I'm picking the Dallas Mavericks. I feel like it's their year. Dennis Smith, like by far the most high profile second year player. Uh, you know, last year rookie 
going into that's actually playing in summer league. No Lonzo, no De'Aaron Fox, no Jason Tatum. Dennis Smith tying up those sneakers and playing for that reason. My Mavs win the 2018 NBA Summer League title, arguably the most prestigious trophy in sports. All right, quick story I want to get to. I don't know if you saw the Julian Edelman. Obviously, it was a big thing out here in the Northeast because it dealt with the Patriots, who got a four-game suspension. He appealed it, uh, didn't win the appeal. He's still going to have the four-game suspension, though. If you... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Raider Ryan likes that, don't you, Raider Ryan, huh? My name's not Raider Ryan. Yes, I do like it. Yeah, more Patriots get in trouble, the more you love that. But the, here's the funny part is, if he wanted to rat out a teammate, a coach, another player, he would have had his uh, penalty reduced from four games to two games. How crazy is that? Yeah, we talked about that Thursday when I was filling in uh, in this time slot with Mike Harmon. Very bizarre thing, right? So this report, well, it's not even a report. I guess uh, the pro football talk guys just kind of saw it in the NBA manual, and it says that if if you can provide proof that will get another player in trouble, they may reduce your suspension in half. Uh, so basically encouraging snitching. But I'll be honest is I just feel like the way the NFL is, the code of the locker room, all that stuff, I just can't imagine that the NFL has had too many takers on this particular uh, deal. All right, where's Eminem? Is he, is he still there, or did he already leave for the show today? No, he's working hard back there. I'm, I'm still here, Arnie. It says, wow, is Mike sore or what? And then he goes on to say, first LeBron, uh, the Indians, so on and so it's on. It's the status quo of Cleveland, Arnie. I get it. It's Baker I, it, Mayfield's it was bound to baby. happen eventually, and I'm, and, I, and I'm happy for Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier is a great fighter and a great uh, – and, and by all counts, a great guy. So, I mean, it sucks it had to happen to Steve Miocic, but I'm not bitter. Uh, you and they got Baker better. Mayfield. All right, look, I got to wrap things up because you, otherwise we're going to have to take uh, the next show over, and that's coming up straight out of Vegas with our boys R.J. Bell and Steve Cofield. Always love listening to those guys with the Vegas perspective. I do have to thank the guys, though. Thanks to Eminem and Raider Ryan, uh, of course to Sager. That's not my uh, name. All the updates. Oh, believe me, it is your name now. It is your name now. Torres, you doing anything this week more filling or what? Uh, not that I know of, but you All never right, we know. we got to go. I didn't mean to ask you that <laughs> right you. here on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. 
And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.